0: Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So today we're going to discuss the easiest way to create your NFTs on the blockchain. When I first say this, a lot of people might be thinking, "Okay, I'm going to show you the exact step from uh, start to finish, how to uh, create your own 10,000 generative project and sell out and be the next Bored Apes Yacht Club. Well, no, that is a lot of steps and that is a a much larger project than it is. But generally speaking, the basic level of creating an NFT project is simply creating digital art that can be minted onto the blockchain. That way it can be verified, it can be sold, it can be swapped, it can be given away, but it is just minting it onto the blockchain. And that's what we're going to speak about today. Now to do all the steps to actually do this and, and go from start to finish, that is actually a visual process. So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to two great tutorials, which are put together by CryptoStash, teaching you how to mint on first Wax and then also Solano. So these are two blockchains that are very easy to mint on. They have very low transaction fees. In the case of Wax, you can actually get started. You can mint for free. those two tutorials will just walk you through it. It is very straightforward, very simple, and that is how I learned how to mint NFTs. However, what we're going to discuss in the show is there are actually many parts to actually creating the NFT and getting your work up on blockchain that goes far beyond just the actual technical aspect of getting the art there or doing these step-by-step walkthroughs of how to navigate each of the platforms, one of them we really going to focus on today is actually WAX. A lot of times, people like to focus on the technical aspect of things, but to be honest, that is the easier part of the project itself or getting the work up there. On WAX in particular, the thing that you really want to do or you your goal to actually have uh, your project, your collection is whitelisted. And what that means is it gets the approval, if you will, just the initial stage that is not verifying anything, saying that you are uh, 100% legitimate, that you have uh, created all of this art yourself, that you have all the copyrights to it. But what it does is it is the first step towards doing that. And once your collection is whitelisted, it opens you up to a certain amount of options. For example, new users on the blockchain, WAX actually by default turns off projects that are not whitelisted. This helps to protect people from uh, scammers who are just really uh, photocopying any kind of uh, image or whatever it is and trying to just reproduce that on the blockchain and trying to sell that to unsuspecting users. So by default, if you are not whitelisted, you're not able to be seen by those new users. In addition to that, you're not able to use uh, certain tools such as Nefty Blocks and some uh, different dApps and plugins that will help you in the process of being able to not only build but also market your NFT collection. And recently, Wax really updated the steps in that you need to be whitelisted, which I think is a great thing because when I first looked at this, when I first started minting some NFTs and uh, trying to get my own project whitelisted, the steps were were not necessarily outlined the requirements and what have you. So it was a lot of it was left up to guests. And then you'd have to uh, speak to other people that were already whitelisted to say, what was the process? How long did it take? And uh, what were the different steps? What were the criteria? But I'm glad that they finally updated. And within the last two, three months or so, they put up this updated list of requirements to get your project or your collection whitelisted. And the first step is actually having a collection name. The collection name has to be 12 lowercase characters, which also includes numbers. Why does it have to be 12? I'm not exactly sure. I know as far as with uh, EOS uh, having the usernames and if you want to create a custom wallet such as uh, one with a, a long name, you'll see uh, different creators have that. And by default, if you use the wax wallet, you'll have a .wham. All of the wax wallets are .wam. I believe that stands for Wax Atomic Market. So you will always see that when people are sharing their Wax wallet, uh, if it's by default, the one that they use with the all access wallet, it is dot something dot wham. But when you create your Wax name that you're going to use with your anchor wallet or another wallet, which allows you to have your your full private keys and access to everything, then it has to be 12 which is another topic in itself, which I won't even cover on that. Generally speaking, you're going to have a something.wham or a 12-character name, and the same thing kind of follows over to uh, the naming of the collection. So you're going to have to pick a name, say, 12 letters. And in my case, the collection that I'm going to be creating uh, for this, and actually I'm going to go through this whole process and see how long it takes, and I'll report back to you exactly how long it took. For me, it's going to be D, Tropic Vibes. Tropic Vibes is what I would really want. However, because it has to be 12, I put that D there, you know, D as in like the, but I just put the letter D just because I needed something to be there. And that doesn't really matter because you can actually change the name of the actual collection. But the link that you're going to see that check mark next to, that is what this 12 uh, name thing has to be, which is a little weird, a little annoying, but it is what it is. And the next step, it says, is to build a small community for your brand. Now, that was so vague before. It really wasn't said as to what that was. But now it has been defined to uh, if you have an Instagram or you have a Twitter or some kind of social media following of 150 plus followers, well, that can be enough to get whitelisted now. So using that tutorial information, you're going to create the actual templates and assets that are needed to have this collection. You're gonna have to come up with some kind of a meaningful uh, description of the artwork and the artist that is creating this stuff. And that all of that is going to be combined and submitted with the social media links and everything and submitted to WAX so that the project could be, or the collection could be whitelisted. A few things that they do not allow is, Fan art. So let's say, for example, you are a fan of Star Wars. You can't start to create all these uh, Darth Vader art and Luke Skywalker and all these different properties that are owned by Disney or whichever company it is. You're not allowed to do that. Has to be original art and all intellectual property rights are yours. No NSFW content, so nothing that is not safe for work. So we're talking about any kind of pornographic or inappropriate images. uh, That stuff will not be allowed on there whatsoever. That's not to say that some art with uh, some uh, elements of nudity is not allowed, but what this is just outright pornographic images will not be allowed. Neither is royalty-free or stock images. So no going on to uh, Shutterstock or whatever it is and just uh, putting your name or your brand or whatever it is on top of an image that was already made. No, that will not count. And also they do not want any kind of political content. And right here it says, as a general rule, we do not whitelist collections whose main theme is political. We do this because we want to keep the process as objective as possible. It's sort of ironic and, but you know, it is what it is. It is their platform. It is their rules. And this is, as you can see, it is not truly uh, decentralized, completely open, anything goes model, because this is a hub, atomic hub, there are some basic rules. So once you get this art up, you get these collections made, you have your information submitted, whether it be your social media or your ID or whatever it is that you're actually creating to show that you are a real person, that you have some following. The next step is to prove originality. So in order to do that, you're going to have to show some screenshots or possibly a screen recording video of you editing this stuff in Photoshop or Blender or whatever app that you're using. Personally, I like to use Affinity, but whatever it is that you are using uh, to create uh, these artworks or to edit them or manipulate them and and shaping them, and doing whatever it is that you have to do, just have some sort of proof to show that you're actually doing this, or in the case that if you're working with a team, you're working with an artist that you are paying, or whatever it is, well, the communications, maybe the receipts, and anything really proving that this was created original for you is what you're going to need to submit. Now, if this is a more serious project, such as a game, well, then you're going to have to have business information. You're going to have um, all sorts of uh, uh, information showing where the project is going and that you are just not a fly by night uh, operation that is just trying to uh, get a quick sale and then never finishing uh, the, the game itself. But generally speaking, most people are in that category, neither am I, and it's just creating this art for our fans to interact with and being able to release this collection. Those are the basic steps, all you need to do. So when I say the easiest way to create your own NFTs, honestly, it is by far the easiest way to create an NFT is just going through the Wax Atomic Hub within minutes. Really, you can have your NFT up and running if you just look in the show notes at either of those two tutorials, but particularly the one that is on top, which is Wax within a few minutes, you can have an NFT on the blockchain already minted and ready to go. But what's actually going to take the time and is going to take the real effort is to get whitelisted. So with that said, I actually have created some uh, NFTs because this is episode number 50 and I had a commemorative design celebrating the 50th episode. However, because it's not whitelisted and by default, it is not going to show up unless you uncheck that box saying show projects that are not whitelisted. However, that's something that you're interested in. I'll be giving those away for free. I have 50 of those that I will be minting. And all you have to do is contact me on Twitter. There's no sale or anything. I'm just giving them away. But of course, since this is on Waxy, we'll need a wax wallet and it is yours. So what I'll actually be doing is putting together a collection and I'm putting all of them on. I'm going to upload the artwork and mint them. I'm going to submit my application for whitelisting. I'll let you know how that process went, how long it took, and was it difficult. So of course, we are learning, we are growing, and we're building this thing together. Web 3.0 is being shaped by us daily, and I'm grateful that you're allowing me to go on this journey with you. Hopefully, you found this information interesting, and as usual, I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.